0: Welcome to another wonderful episode of Heart and Soul. And today we're going to share about grief. Grief comes in many forms and waves and it can hit you again after you felt you've done with it. It is a journey. And grief is, yes, it's for persons, Loved ones who left this earthly plane, went back to the universe and back into the light. It can also be for a pet, but it can also be grief is the same when a relationship ends. You know, especially a romantic one. We go through that stages. It's not like the person is dead. It's more like the person is no longer part. Of our life and as a mom when my daughter was studying abroad and leaving home or my youngest was leaving home it's, it's a part of grief it's letting go of what was and moving forward into the new and we've all experienced grief in one way or another and we felt today on january 30th my dad's birthday he was born 1932 and he died nearly 30 years ago april 6th it'll be 30 years so yeah i've lived longer without my dad here on the earthly plane than i had a life with him so janet hello welcome to this special heartfelt vulnerable
1: topic it is it I mean we talked about it just before we jumped on to record this and we um it is a very personal grief and loss comes in many different forms as you said my own personal journey of grief hasn't been necessarily losing anyone it's been almost losing myself losing my chance of motherhood of what could have been and what I wanted to be and then also as an expat and you're the same moving around particularly the last move leaving Switzerland and moving back to the UK it was definitely that transition was a period of grief as well by leaving behind what we loved, and was our choice to come back. But then you still can be affected by that sense of loss of what we had and we no longer have. So there's lots of different ways that loss and grief can impact our lives and at any age as well. And as you say, sometimes you feel you've dealt with it and it can come up again if there's more healing required. It definitely is... A personal journey there's no one size fits all plan to that said this is how you do I mean people talk about their stages of grief and yes there are but there's no one size fits at all isn't sort of the healing and the process for some people they can manage to get through grief quite quickly they're quite resilient people and they're quite sort of accepting and they're able to let go. It still is painful, but they're able to continue. Other people, it rips their heart completely into to shreds, and they have to really rebuild everything. So there's no one size fits all. So what? Tell us about your experiences um, with grief. I'm sorry. This is like it's. It is hard to go go
0: into this, but it's good to share. It's fine. I mean. Yeah, it was, I mean, I was 24 when my father died suddenly. You know, you get that phone call, 2 a.m. in the morning, and your mom is on the other side and you definitely know something is wrong. And it never leaves you, you know. That date is ingrained. Yeah. April 6th is ingrained in my in in my body, in, in, in my story. And it has been yeah, it has been hard. I mean, especially because his mom was still alive. My grandmother was still alive. So we had to go travel all the way to Kuo and and tell her in person that her son has died. And I think that was the hardest part. I mean, yes, my personal grief, but then I felt for her, you know, she lost her husband, her daughter, and now her son. And it's unimaginable. Because usually it's you know grandparents, parents go first, and then the kids, and not the other way around. And it was hard for a week. I could go back to work. It just sort of completely shook me. I couldn't eat everywhere I saw my father. You know, many people observe that that they see the deceased loved one in others. Oh, there's there's a man with a hat or. Uh, you know, everything reminds you of, of that person as you learn to live without that person. You know, you can't call them, you can't have lunch with them. You, yeah, you have to learn a new stage of life. And, and for me, even now today, I feel sad that he never met my children because it was, yeah, 30 years, so three years before my oldest was born, and I feel he would have had fun with with my kids, and also for my children, they sometimes, um, even just recently, my daughter said, oh, we know so much more about your father, the granddad we never met, than we know of the other grandfather we had for a couple of years, and and of course, yeah, I share about my father. I know much more than about my father-in-law, you know. And uh, so it's 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 funny. You have that memory still there, and I think what we put on the on the note, um, we said. I think it's a German um, quote, but it goes like. Um, People or yeah, loved ones that keep living in your heart aren't dead. Dead are people who are forgotten, something along those lines. And that felt so, you know, that was that was sort of the first sort of anchor of, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I can deal with this back then, 30 years ago. And yeah. i had kids we traveled the world you know we lived in different places and and then my end of the marriage split up divorce and everything and then 20 25 years after my father passed a huge wave of grief hit me and i felt like should be done you know it's sort of you know sort of after a year you should be normal kind of thinking but it didn't hit me it's sort of a new wave of of letting go it's actually a letting go of what was and 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 then there was years i on the 9th of april i realized oh i didn't think of him on april 6th and both is okay it's not like he's forgotten and it's not like i always have to mark the memory on the day but Of course, it gets easier as you go along. But it's that journey, like everything else in life. It's a journey and it has ups and downs. And as long as we go with it and allow that grief, you know, it took me, that wave took me a day of crying, really tears blurring down. And that was good. It was letting go, it was a deep grief coming up. And and part of that journey was also um, for the longest time, I felt my father didn't truly love me because he criticized me or he favored one of my sisters because she was shyer. She probably needed more of a male protection. And I lived in that as a, he'd never loved me. And then I looked at photographs from me as a baby and I saw how he cuddled me and looked at me as, he loved me. And that was sort of like, you know, it was such a liberation and, and the understanding of in this physical world, people deal with their own stuff they can't always show their emotions, they can't always show their love. And and of course, I studied mediumship. And I have a connection with him and can talk with him and have that sense of his energy. And yeah 18 months ago we went up to the mountains because he's from near Davos you know that's our ancestral home and then when we hiked there I was sort of behind the whole family I think my mom's sisters and everybody and I hiked with him and we had a discussion and it felt so I felt so close to him there it was really good and treasuring those moments and Yeah, you can't have a physical hug anymore. You can't have a discussion or something, but you can have it in a different form and you have to sort of adapt to it. And for me, I think that's the good thing was soon after he had passed, I realized, oh, I was not afraid of dying anymore, because I would meet him on the other side. You know, it was sort of, and I trusted that already that our souls are eternal. It's just that we just leave the earthly body and then are in an energetic form. And yeah, it's, it's a brave, journey and we face it and if people tell you yeah but you should be done with it or you know or it's just part of life or all those little floss calls you hear and he thinks like yeah but sometimes people don't understand or sometimes people don't know how to deal with it and that was the same for me when beforehand someone's parent died or someone of course you share your condolences but not having gone through it myself it I could only imagine it and then when my father passed afterwards my condolence card were more heartfelt I understood what it meant and yeah it's it's a journey and sometimes people grieve a pet you know like an elderly lady grieves her cannery like her best friend has died and it's true so or you know you can imagine i mean i i think my my goldie is seven she will turn eight so eventually i'll have to live without her and that's sort of heart you know it's a pet or yeah people leaving and it's important to be take the time to let the tears roll to do whatever is needed it's that like we talked about last week about compassion for self you know that self-nurturing and and listening within and asking yourself what do you need know how can you maybe honor or celebrate the life of your loved one like today um on my that would be my father's 92nd birthday we are celebrating his life by eating his favorite dishes you know something from the canton of graubünden an original dish and and having a cake he laughed and i might even drink a beer tonight just in honor of my father and 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 doing these things so i think sometimes it's really about celebrating the life they had and and the the journey you shared together so this is my monologue. It's a heart and soul show, with Chatted, not just with Caroline. <laughs> no, because I know that
1: sort of grief has touched your life in quite profound ways. I mean, for me, I didn't even know I was grieving with the whole infertility thing learning that I'd gone through menopause and I would never have the children the family that I longed for that I just assumed that I would have um and to have that loss and that was a deep loss because I was never supported in any way to understand or process that and as a you know in your 20 young, you know, early 20s to be hit with that, you don't have the mental capacity or the skill set to to work your way through that. And particularly when people are just saying, you just have to accept it. You know, that's how it is. And where do you start with that? You know, um, I just did not have the tools. So the only thing I could do was shut down. And that was my way of processing was to go numb. Don't deal with it. Push it down. So it was repressed grief. And that sat with me for, I think, several decades until I I came to Switzerland and started my healing journey. So that was a long time for that to be held in my body. And I can definitely say physically it did impact my system. And it was only when someone said to me, he said, you know, you're you're dealing with grief. And I sort of looked at them and thought, but I haven't, no one's died. (laughs) And I couldn't associate that it was the loss of what you had expected that you'd always assumed would take place was taken away. And I mean, totally just hearing that and going, that makes sense. So I'm suffering. I have had a massive loss in my life, and I've never grieved. So that opened <laughs> that opened up <laughs> let's let's say everything erupted <laughs> like a volcano because it was so repressed and it it was you could in your body and everything it was just like so tense, so. Um, such an emotional release. And it was lovely, actually, to have that support then and understanding that someone went, it's okay, This is what you're dealing with. And I can help you to get through that. Because I don't think that. I just I just had no foundation of understanding how to deal with this at all. And it, it wasn't like people were saying, oh, you know, we're so sorry for your loss. Nobody would talk about it to me so it wasn't even that I could talk about it um so yeah that that really really started that healing journey when that when I was open to that and it was don't don't get me wrong it was not a simple overnight process because there were years to be dealt with and that has taken time And I'm not saying it doesn't, as you sort of say, sometimes it comes back, it hits you. Um, You know, every time somebody had their children or they talk about, you know, now I'm at the age group where their children are grown up and they're getting married and maybe they're having grandchildren now. And I'm thinking, I will never have that. I will never have the children and see them graduate or be at their wedding or ha- hold your grandchild. I, I have lost not only not having children, I have lost all of that. Um, and people don't understand how that really did feel. It shredded my heart. And I, I've i worked with you, Caroline. You've helped me to rebuild it. You helped with the next layer <laughs> and You know, it has taken a serious amount of work to heal from that loss. And then it's now the acceptance, right? Okay, that wasn't for me. I accept that. That wasn't part of my destiny in this life. And now I have my puppy (laughs) who I'm thinking, like, what have I done? I'm too old to deal with this. (laughs) But she's gorgeous and she does bring me so much joy. And, yes, at times it's (laughs) not easy. i do feel that i do have a role and a nurturing motherly role but in a different way mm-hmm. in a different way and that makes me at least that makes me feel good that makes up for it and anytime i can spend with somebody and you know if i'm there for them and i can support them through love and compassion understanding you know that that is great but you're right as part of the process, one of the key things is learning these skills of like self-love and self-care and self-compassion and, you know, to nurture and almost to swaddle yourself in that healing energy of like your love for yourself. Because I honestly thought, you know, I'm broken, I'm flawed, I'm useless. So, yeah, it, it did. It did. It was a great sense of loss um in my life and did impact it for so so long. Now I feel like yes I've let that go and it feels such a relief mm-hmm. and that's that's amazing. Um and another sense of loss we said about you know you've done it as well you've moved countries you've uprooted your life and moved had that expat experience and every time you do that as well it feels like you leave a little bit of your soul or your heart somewhere else because then you know, you're moving on and creating another new life, and I don't think people realize as well how that impacts you as well. That you're when you're constantly moving and rebuilding and moving and rebuilding, it's, it takes so much energy and takes so much out of you. And you do when you've when you're leaving, you know, the friends that you've made and you know maybe the lifestyle that you've gotten used to, and then you come in somewhere different and yes there's the excitement about new things but it it is it it, it, there is that sense of loss as well I mean you've done that so you know what I'm talking about and maybe some of our viewers also understand but if you've never done that yeah you don't you don't understand that process it
0: is it's that deep letting go it's that sort of like cut off of something you know you treasure it and and yeah we can see the new and excitement and and moving forward and feel the loss and I think it's in that both you know some people only feel like yeah just focus on the good things and 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 push this aside it's not it's the one side of accepting and enjoying life and the other side of you know embracing the hurt and the loss and it takes both you know it's not and I think yeah it's sort of like if if I'd lived in a country where the sun would always shine would we truly enjoy the sun as much as if we had snow and rain and and all kind of weathers you know it's it's the saying like without the rain you can't have a rainbow and and yeah enjoying the sunny sides and integrating the rainy sides and and this is so important and like you said we keep on shutting it down stuffing it down you know and it sort of comes up with a vengeance you know it's always there unless we create that space and time for ourselves and let it come up. And often we are so afraid. We don't want to feel that hurt and pain again. You know, we we still know how bad it felt when it was so fresh. But creating that space and letting it, acknowledging it, you know, there's still that part in us that is hurt. There's still that part in us we deeply feel the loss and acknowledging that and breathing through it and seeing what's coming up like more like an observer we don't feel like we have to get into it and it's not as bad and then we can sort of breathe through it acknowledge it and letting it go on a new level and yeah and then we feel like oh now we've done with that we can take that off and then we go along enjoying our life and then all of a sudden it's like (laughs) and that's the journey but I don't know for you for me it was of course at the beginning like with everything is it grief or or the opposite of self-love you know like self-loving or something or even when we feel good in energy and then we have a slump and then it's sort of like it used to be like two weeks low You know, like two weeks completely grief or something. And then we sort of see the upside again. And it gets shorter and shorter and the slump is not as deep. So whenever I felt a new wave of grief, it wasn't pulling me down so much. And I could go up or sounds maybe bad. It's not like we always have to be up. But it's sort of like, um, whereas I was crying for five days, then I was crying for two days, or I could deal with it easier, letting it go. I think, just allowing it, the process becomes easier. And so the process is quicker of letting it go. But truly trusting the process that this is part of it and I mean there are tribes and traditions that deal differently with death than we do here in in the western world and and I think sometimes it's really nice how they celebrate life or like death is part of life you know for us it's more like oh only live once and then if we're dead then we're dead and that's the greatest tragedy you know so diving into different celebrations of life or end of life here on earth is also healing i mean this is more like with life and of course with with the grief of uh romantic relationship ending that's also you know letting go of the dream of of whatever and what you experienced um yeah yeah there's definitely
1: i mean for me the biggest thing was learning mechanisms to cope and until i learned those it's now my toolbox now i can you know, if they're going through that. And as you sort of say, it's almost like when something like that happens, it's like a storm raging. And, you know, we have to weather the storms. And sometimes it is about just, as you say, observing and allowing what's coming through and just almost like waves, just they're going to wash over you and just not beating yourself up, just allowing the emotional because particularly as us as impasse, we really feel it very strongly and it does hit us it's like a tsunami sometimes when something big happens it really is and you have to have that belief and faith that you will get through it and I think that you know the work that we do is all about you know supporting people to give them the tools for exactly these situations in life that really can rip you apart and it's about how to you know deal with that when it happens and know that you will get through it and often with the right tools and the right frame of mind the right belief system in place the right sort of feeling from your heart the energy is it actually it's like you grow from that experience as well and as you sort of say, you know, we can't we can't appreciate the sunshine when we don't have the rainy days. And I can tell you right now, we're a bit sitting here in grey, miserable. I had the dog out for walk, and it was cold, and I can't wait to see the sun again <laughs> because it just feels so miserable. And I know that for you in Zurich is also that sort of in the winter time. It's always like grey, um, oh. and and like that. Um, so absolutely. It's part of life, it's part of the human experience and we have to accept it and work through it and I think once you get to that point as Caroline and I are, we've been through so much ourselves and it's our purpose, our soul desire to reach out and to support other people through their journeys, through their healing and being able to learn the tools to be able to cope with these scenarios or situations when they arrive because they do (laughs) unfortunately it's part of life and I think also what you said there about having changing your view about death is also a very I mean I know when I faced (laughs) when I faced death a couple of times like yourself you had your near-death experiences when the car rolled off the side of the mountain and I thought this is it And I thought I can't do anything. And if this is my time, I remember thinking to myself, I've done some amazing things. I've had an amazing life. And there was no, I mean, there's nothing I could do apart from think, well, you know, I've had an amazing life and thank you for that. So yeah, your outlook does change in so many different ways when you work through these healing processes, when you learn the power of self-love, when you reconnect with your heart and your soul again, the journey becomes a different journey. Basically. And it really, met, you, you start to see the world in a different way, that perspective changes. and. You know it doesn't mean that you don't still feel things like when grief happens you will still feel that but it's a nice thing to know that you've got the tools and the mechanism
0: to to get through that in a healthy way. Yeah that you don't feel like drowning and for me even in my healing sessions you know especially working around the heart center and there's always, always part of grief with every of my client and, and a loved one is close by and they just always want to share how much they love the person and, and, and ask for forgiveness for maybe not being able to clearly show their love, but they're there, you know, they're always there to support. and And that's the part where the heart gets sort of blocked, or we sort of, yeah, I mean, when my father died, I just closed the shutters, you know, I didn't want to feel that pain. And, and then when my marriage ended and other relations, you know, the first heartbreak, you know, it's sort of like, I never want to feel that again, you know, rather not feel than feel the pain. (laughs) And, And then you walk through life with with this you know whereas you could feel so much good of course you can also feel so much loss but it's that amplitude you know it's that beautiful life and when we can open our hearts and heal that part of the grief lovingly gently letting go and clear and open the heart we live abundantly again you know in all areas because we yeah we are just pure energy and pure love and connected to our soul and our soul essence isn't it i was going to just say as well when you
1: when you allow yourself to live from your your soul to be guided by your heart and soul is that your soul also you're connected into The divine source, the energy. So when you go through things like that, you've also got that loving energy to support you through that. So it's sort of, you know, opened up. It's not blocked. It's opened up, and it allows that processing within your energy systems as well. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So yes, it's it's a journey. Grief Mm -hmm. in loss is a journey.
0: Definitely. And there's Archangel Azrael helping. First of all, he helps, I say he, I know they're non emotional but he helps the soul go into the light at the time of death, when we leave our earthly body. But he also helps the people still here with the grief so you can always ask Archangel Azrael to help you with the grief and like you said feel that loving support from the angels from the universe from the source that life source that yes life goes on and yes you have the right to feel the grief and the loss and Yeah, don't let anybody else tell you that you just have to accept it and move on (laughs) like they did with Janet. You know, it's sometimes it's people don't understand or don't have, sometimes it's they're afraid of their own feeling, you know, if they deal with that. I had that 20 years too, you know, they can't hold that whole emotions but if we can clear it and release it we can hold space and Janet and I we can hold space for you just experience that that that's actually I was just going to say you know
1: anyone listening to this if it is touching you you're going through or recognize that you are going through grief and loss you know reach out to us um you know we are here to support you as well Um, and happy to work with you to process and find your way through in a nurturing and healthy way
0: was a beautiful beautiful episode in honor of my dad (laughs) thank you Janet for being here love and light blessings everyone thank you